Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Jesus Christ. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Nobody's Listening to This Music Podcast. Podcast. I'm Andrew. And I'm Eric. And today, we're doing a little Loveless by My Bloody Valentine. Mm-hmm. Um, and let me tell you, right off the top, before we get into the music. Right into it. Um, my fantasy football team's got me a little sideways. <laughs> so... This episode's probably going to be some fantasy football leading talk here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Probably with Eric chiming in about fantasy basketball that hasn't happened yet. Right. But we'll be able to relate on a sort of level here. Yeah. Um, sports talk's back, guys. Sports talk's back. Sports sports, seg- sports radio. Sports, sports segment is back. I, we got to have, uh, we got to get like somebody, we got to get a third party in here. As, we like, got to get a caller in, but it has pundit. to be bad audio. Like, well, you know what I think is happening is it's like right, some guy yeah. in his. It's like a guy and a dad in his car. Do we know any fathers? Uh, yeah, Jason. Jason's a dad. That's perfect. Yeah, we'll have him call it. Father of two. Frustrate. Tell him next time he's frustrated in his car, we'll we'll record an episode. <laughs> oh man! But this week, yeah, we're doing Loveless by My B- Bloody Valentine. Yeah. Uh. A, a genre-defining band. Yeah, really. I don't, I don't think that's... Genre-defining, like uh, yeah, band, album. Yeah. I have here with I, me today... It's not crazy to say that. Uh, this book. It's, okay. um Do you know about these? 33 and a third? I don't. It's like a series of books. Tyler has a bunch of these. Uh, and they're just... I think they're by all different people. And they're just about albums. Um... Like so, the making of, kind of? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. I never finished it, but I read like half of it. There's just stuff about like, okay, so like, yeah, here's like kind of track by track breakdown. Like, you know, for, chapter one seems to be a history of the band. Like chapter two is like loveless, you know, um, talking about the cover. Let's see. Track one, only shallow. Do you want me to read one? I'll read. I'll read this one because it's for this song. Sure, go ahead. Read a passage. Uh, Eric, could you pick up where he left off, please? Popcorn, Eric. Okay. (laughs) It's ironic that track one, only shallow, butcher, shields, four seventeen. It's ironic that a burst of drums is the first thing you hear on the first song on Loveless, because after two seconds, the drums fade into the background for the rest of the song and for much of the album until the final song, the dance floor ready soon. This one is an overpowering yet light track. A lumbering wall of sound hits at once, guitars woozily caressing each other. The bass kicks in and surges pretty wildly during the bridge to this mid-tempo tune. I was under the impression um, there... Re- really yeah. quick, really yeah. quick. Uh, that synopsis of the song sounds like somebody who doesn't know how to be a music critic. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. talking about how music sounds. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That sounds like a, a guy who mostly talks about visual art attempting <laughs> to talk about <laughs> music. Yeah. I, we'll find out this guy's credentials. The maybe soft after. guitars caressing each other, uh, moving, woozily. Left and, <laughs> moving left and right. Um, yeah. This is uh, pedalcore. This band is pedalcore. That's, that's what, what I'm going to call it. That's what you would have called shoegaze if you were in charge of naming shoegaze. Yeah, this is pedalcore. Nice. Well, because they have to look down at their pedals, too. So that's... Right. Yeah, that's the... It's shoegaze because they have to look at the pedals, but... But people don't know what pedals are, like, at this time, probably. Yeah, it's really funny that the idea is that these guys are just looking at their feet while they're playing because they're, like, kind of somber in a way, but it's mostly because they're dancing on pedals. Yeah. Precisely. Like, how much of a fucking nerd do you have to be? Not only... To make shoegaze, but make shoegaze in what ninety one? Yeah, like like you, there's like eight pedals at that point. <laughs> yeah, what do they <laughs> like, even have? Yeah, like a couple of delays had come out. Yeah, like I they, guess they the regular just been stuff. Using, huh? like, Let me try to yeah, find like maybe a, some phasers and whatnot. There was definitely some of this book that's really like, um, uh, like it 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 tells you like how they mic stuff you know what i mean like that's what i'm trying to find there i just remember a cool yeah, passage about like been... 
just a bunch of like weird miking broken amps and stuff. I too, think huh? it's just yeah, like the, what what stuck out to me the most was there's like two amps facing each other, and that's like a certain sound uh, on this album, like, and just kind of and that's you know part of this like, like whole swirl of. You know, like two amps phase canceling each other with a mic at a certain distance. Yeah, yeah. Phase is something that I hear about, and it's just so. Even when I think like you've explained it to me, like I'm mm. also like I can't picture what these sounds or frequencies are that are being described, though. You know what I mean? Imagine like if you zoom like really close into a sound wave. Yeah. And you see, and you see the sound wave going yeah like that doing a sine wave uh-huh imagine there's two of those doing the exact same curve yeah and then if you flip them so that they're doing the exact opposite that's good they can't they cancel each other out ah and that's bad that's that's fa- correct that's like phase that's out phase or canceling something. phase canceling yeah but you your guitar will still make sound Right, it's just worse. Right, it just makes a weird sound. I see. It's just something unpleasant. It's unpleasant. Yes. You can phase cancel in a way where you can like make a sound disappear. Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess that's like EQing and stuff, right? Maybe. Right. Well, sorta. Th- those are like Hertz cuts. But mm. here, let me read this part. Um. Let's see. He's saying something. He says, that's the reality, and that's why there are 16 people on the credits of Loveless. Um, Of the 16 people, only one of them did any EQ on any of the songs, Kevin says. Kevin Shields. I trusted Mulder to put mics up on amps. He was so respectful, he was the only one I'd trust to do that. Even though I was controlling it, he knew what I wanted, and we worked together. We never EQ'd anything on the album. It was always flat mic to tape, even in the mixing. It's relatively untouched. All the other engineers credited either made T or... We had 45 engineers, but we said to them, we're so on this, you don't even have to come to work. If the boss says to come, you can, but you're not coming into the studio. So they all hung out in the lobby, such and such. I was hoping to land on some more kind of specific miking. But yeah, I'll, more or, I'll or less sounds on. like him being kind of a cockbag, but sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, such a specific vision, like, yeah, probably can be a dick. But I think he always seems nice when I've seen, like, interviews or whatever. Yeah. Scottish or whatever, right? I sort of understand it in a way that's, like, like maybe it's too many cooks in the kitchen when you're trying to make something. Yeah. 45 engineers sounds like a lot of engineers. I wonder if 45 engineers sounds like something that would have been a holdover from, like, the... Like the 80s or something. Yeah. Like, like seven or eight guys in a room at a time. You're like... Right. Like a whole kind of corporate kind of situation. Yeah. Like there's a guy on the tape. There's a guy on the... Right. On the thing. There's yeah. a guy on the edit bay. There's a guy like in the... They got radios. They're fucking... Uh-huh. I'm watching one of their music videos now. So there is bass. For some reason, I was under the impression there was not bass on this album and that it was all kind of like just certain like specific guitar tones that sounded like they were holding bass frequencies. Yeah. But this, for some reason, this music video looks like newer than I feel like it is too. Like the thumbnail looks like it's from 2009. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, this looks this looks like a video that people try to make now. Yeah, yeah, like <laughs> a reference type. Man, the, it's interesting, just like the strumming and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, it's um, because I guess you know that's a big part of the you know with the what's it called the tremolo art. What's the the? Yeah, the trem. Trem. It's yeah, just, it's still called a trem. And then strumming while holding that is like, you know, kind of a big thing. Like, that's a big part of the wobbly, kind of wavery kind of sound, supposedly. Yeah. Although if I'm not you've, ever, that too much if you've ever tried it, it sounds like shit. Yeah. It sounds awful. Yeah, you want it to be cooler than it, than 
than you can get from it. But yeah, without it's like other people playing and like proper mixing and stuff, it's like the way that they do it is just it's so subtle. Yeah, it's literally just holding on to the bar and then like whatever deflections your wrist makes that yeah. it accidentally caught. Because you see the way he's strumming too is super like it's pretty stationary also. Like Yeah, he's like moving his wrist like yeah, that. Right. So already if I'm gonna hold a trem and strum the way I strum, it's gonna sound a lot different than when he does that. Right. That's kinda interesting. Bro, what do we got here? Here knows uh, when. What was I gonna say? Uh, Loathe heard this record and said, "Hold up." Yeah. Hey, wait. One thing I'm remembering from this book now is that, like, when they would play shows, they would kind of do this thing where they would just play like, you know, droney kind of stuff like this, just as loud as they possibly could until people started to like become like basically disoriented from it like how long it would last for and how loud it was and like yeah. they were trying to make people like nauseous and stuff um this guess, happen- if this is happening loud enough i can understand getting like a like okay hey like, man i gotta go to the bathroom irritated i need to yeah at first irritated and then like maybe a little nauseous yeah for five and a half minutes yeah if it's if it's like kind of challengingly loud Dude, I saw a sleep token last week. No way. Yeah. How was that? Show. It was fun. It was fucking packed. Really? It was packed. Yeah. How how uh, was that compared to the first time you saw him? Dude, like last time it was like sort of empty downstairs mm-hmm. and we could like move and like walk around. Where at? Uh Palladium. Hmm. Dude, the Palladium, I think, sold out. It was capped. It was like 2,200 people. Whoa. It was fucking just insane. We we were down. We had to walk down like six or seven side streets to be in the line to get in. No way. Yeah, it was like a like probably like a two and a half mile line. Damn. It was nuts. Whoa. Yeah, it was. I, I was in line. <laughs> I'm like, are, are we all going to get in here? Yeah, yeah. we're going to fit. This and is and this in, is and for like, Sleep Token? Yeah, dude, it was one opener and then Sleep Token played for 2 hours. Wow. Wow, that seems like maybe I guess it was wow. Now that I'm thinking of it though, I guess recording that first Sleep Token episode, that could have been over 2 years ago, right? It's like 3 years ago, yeah. Time just moves, man. The other day too, I I saw somebody who like the like there's this dude who moved into an old place of mine, the really jungly valley type place, and he had yeah, like yeah. this cool pizza oven that he drives around, um, like a brick oven kind of thing. Like a and like a uni. Like uh, it's huge. It's like a little camper basically, and it's like a stone. Oh, kind of. whoa! It's That's crazy. Yeah, he has like a pizza business, but so I was working. So like not so like not an uni. I don't I think so. I was wildly wrong. Yeah, I uh, but. I was working an Italian festival the other day. I was shooting it, and I saw oh, him is there. Is that why you were dressed funny as shit? Oh, that was for um, a prohibition uh, industry kind of bar bartender kind of event last night. Um, okay. Yeah, that was I had funny. a I had a busy weekend. No, yeah, when I was. Did you did you listen with sound on that video? No, I didn't. I just saw you doing a funny jig. Yeah, that's my. My 1920s. A little ragtime. Yeah. No, but anyway, I saw this guy, uh, and I was like, hey, do you, like, drive this around? Like, I think, like, you moved into my place after me. And he was like, oh, yeah, like, me and my buddy, we lived there for, like, two years. And this is already past tense that they lived there for two years. And I'm like, how long ago was that, bro? Like, (laughs) it feels so recent. And it's like, I don't know, yeah, three years ago now. It's just kind of like... dude. I got to see firsthand how much TikTok blew up a band. Yeah, that's what happened there, huh? This is it's my favorite song of theirs, by the gnarly. way, too. When you sleep, is it? Yeah, it really makes me. It feels really, you know, good feelings too. It's like, like really, blanket. yeah, it's really like kind of melancholy almost, but happy enough that it's just like nice. 
But yeah, that's interesting. That's like, ha- yeah, was, that's that's happening now. So where it's not even yeah, like they're we, just popular online, but they're now popular in real life because of being popular online. We saw them the, for the first time ever in like 2019, 2020 maybe. So oh it had to God. be 2019. It had to be 2019. That's it's crazy. COVID. So like 2019 we saw them. Yeah, like right before COVID happened. Wow. So we saw them with issues and... Phoebe, like, immediately took a liking to him. Of course. Then COVID happened, and then TikTok happened, right? And then they, like, last year, they they do the summoning. Yeah. Game changer. And that has that, like, funk part in it that just went nuts on TikTok. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember you talking about that on that episode now. And then, like, I guess I didn't realize how much that did for them. Mm-hmm. But, like... Dude. Well, that's everything now, I think. You know, it's the way that people talk about, oh, they want me to do a a song for TikTok or whatever. It's like, it's weird. I guess I'm also not on TikTok. Um, Like, I get sent stuff by, like, you. So in that way, sometimes I... try to send you really only funny stuff. Like, like if it's it's really funny and it's... Something that's made you, like, laugh. Yeah, like, I, like, teared up, like, watching it. (laughs) Yeah. Dude, I feel like I had a like a meme kind of thing to address with you like have you seen this thing I can't remember what it was now the answer is probably yeah uh, uh, I wish I remembered what do you think this this do you think that's a guitar I feel like it has to be for the spirit of the band let's let's look real quick this is when you sleep right yeah, there's no way that they, like, got a synth. They were like, no, we can remake this sound if we want. Yeah. Well, in the in the, in the track-by-track breakdown, it just says, the most normal and easily covered tune on here, and the one that you can just picture all the soon-to-be-rich-and-famous alt-rock bands of the 90s cherry-picking from. Yeah, I... I, I wish they... I could, like, command F in this book right now and find... When you sleep, guitar noise. <laughs> right, yeah. Just like, just type in like synth or <laughs> yeah. keyboard. Uh, yeah, I feel like for the spirit of the band, there's no way that there's a synth. Yeah, I think that I think that's the idea. Is all these crazy noises are guitars? I should have read. The, Which, I, I thought I, I thought earlier in the week I was gonna read this. I, I was gonna like actually read it again for this week, but I, I did not. Yeah, there was another sound at the beginning of this song. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, but it's the way it had to have been picked is weird, or yeah. it's just so covered in effects you can't hear the attack. Right. Because it's or literally like, like eerie, right, right, eerie. yeah, yeah. It's like all bends and slides or something, or or like a bow, like yeah, a yeah, and then like. So you know what's crazy what? about the choice of guitar for this? <laughs> so they're using jazz masters, right? Uh-huh, yeah, a guitar notoriously known uh-huh. for going out of tune. That's hilarious. Like infamously, a hard guitar to keep in tune. Yeah, and uh, yeah, just and I guess just like, leaning in hard. They're just riding <laughs> on yeah. the trim. Yeah, like there's no way that Doesn't, their yeah. guitars are even remotely in tune. And the they're doing song. all sorts of nuts tunings too. I think. I think this is one of those bands that, like, you know, just oh, is, it's just like like every so- like same as like Sonic tunings. Youth or whatever, where it's just like every song is just like a different tuning. Like he just has to have like twelve jazz masters kind of thing, dude. Speaking of funny tunings, so I've been running this tuning on my, like, when I do heavy stuff. Interesting. Where I do drop E. Oh, my God. But the two bottom strings, so my baritone, my bass six, is E-A-E, uh, E-A-E, D-G, and then G and then like G sharp. Okay. They're like a they're like a half step off from each other, so you can just bar oh, it and make the dissonant. Like, I see. Uh, that's that's cool. That like I feel like I was thinking of this recently too, where I was like listening to stuff that I want to play, 
mm-hmm. like for the first time in a minute, I think. And like realizing like I haven't played guitar in a while and I'd like to play more and I maybe I can like write some stuff soon. But I was like thinking of how like you you're like you've done such this, you know, study of of metalcore or whatever kind of specific genres that you decide that you play for so long that like now it's right. like like I don't know, like that's a pretty specific idea to come up with. If that's like your idea, you know what I mean? Or either way, it's just like I, well, a kind okay. of cool, like kind of creative solution. That that's just like it's I'm pretty deep. To. Like it's it's pretty high level. That's sort of what I'm intentionality. Getting to. So I thought I thought that yeah. that was like not an original idea, but sort of a novel idea. Yeah, like maybe not one that a lot of people have thought of. Right. Yeah. Turns out. Uh, what's his name? Before I fucking butcher it, he's so Swedish. Oh, uh, I thought you were gonna say he's so sweet. I don't want to mess his name up. No, he's Swedish. Um, it's the guitar player from Humanity's Last Breath. His name is God. What is his name? It's like Buster Shoot. something. Buster. Um. Yeah, it's it's like Buster something or other. But his name, yeah, Buster is his first name. Buster but something he, or other. <laughs> true. He plays a righty guitar upside down lefty. Okay. Like like all good deathcore guitar players. Uh-huh. Um and his tuning is right here. Let me see that. E B E this is actually what I have mindset. Oh. E B E A A flat A. Oh my god. So it's the bottom three notes are all dissonant. And the bo- top three notes That's are so crazy. Because, yeah, and I guess, like, I feel like maybe you've been kind Buster of. Buster Old Home. Old Home. Buster Old Folks check Home. Sh- check him out. Check him. Hit it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I see. Man, it's just... That's just, such a crazy way to play, bro. And I guess what, what, like, kind of my idea that I'm thinking, too, is, like, last year when I came over to your house and tried to play, like, your base six that I was really excited to play for a while, I had no clue what to do with it. Like I was like I, I can't, I don't know well, how to, it's, I don't it's know how to in play a very this thing. specific tuning, right? It's in but such it's just, a specific tuning. Yeah, and then it's so crazy to see like to see that upside down guitar playing thing and how that works for people to have the low notes on your pinky. That's so weird. Like to have yeah. the, your low E by your like pinky instead of your index or whatever. He, it's really funny. He was talking about it in an interview, like how he ended up playing that way yeah and it's the way that everybody i've ever heard that plays upside down guitars yeah it's the same story every time yeah so there was a guitar in the house it was a righty guitar but i'm lefty yeah so i started playing it upside down Uh uh-huh and then my parents said oh you're actually pretty good at this why don't we string it right side up didn't work and then i we restringed it right side up and it was too hard to learn again so i just restringed it upside down and learned upside down it's just like, yeah, it's at that point you can't, like, I don't know. I have a, t- I have really actually a tough time, and I've kind of learned this to be an issue playing with other musicians. Like, people like to go, it's this chord. I have, so, like, and obviously, yeah, look at the dots and count down the neck or whatever, but I have yeah. the toughest time looking at somebody's hand and being like, where, where is your hand on the neck? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I can't really watch somebody and play along, like who's facing opposite me. You know? Um, yeah, that's like a, that's certainly a learned skill. Yeah, like I yeah, for whatever reason, it's tough for me to kind of learn by watching. But that's out of the it's out of the window if if you play an upside down guitar, right? Like yeah, I'm watching lost. somebody's hands and then trying to copy that. That's like he was he was talking about. So he doesn't play... So he plays guitar in Humanity's Last Breath. And then he's also the primary writer for another band called Throne. Mm-hmm. 
who's actually really sick and we should probably do. Okay. And he he writes all the stuff for this. Cool. But some of the chords that he uses yeah. are like near impossible. Yeah. For the righty guitar players who actually play guitar in the band. Interesting. To play. Because he does like weird stretches. And it's upside down. And it's and the way he writes it is upside down. Yeah. So it's like they'll mute strings in a funny way if they try to do it righty. That's so crazy. That's interesting. Yeah, this is sick. It's like a kind of Alpha Wolf type situation. Yeah. But what if I also told you the the guitar player for this band, the guitar player for Community's Last Breath, mm-hmm. also is the drummer for Viahara. Really? I believe Insane. it. Some people just be doing shit like that. You feel me? Yeah. Oh, well, you know, maybe a good time to pop into um, some sports talk. Uh, I've been seeing a bunch of... Deion Sanders is a college football coach. Bro, and not only is Deion Sanders a football coach, I saw yeah. this take about it, yeah. which is, I thought, a really interesting take. Uh-huh. So, really good um, black football players, like young black men, yeah. are more inclined to play for a school who's less reputable yeah. for somebody who they looked up to than okay. to play for a coach yeah. that's just like some random white guy at a big school, which sure. is what's happening with that team. Because that, that, not that that team wasn't like, that team didn't exist, but that team, if I don't have the Kind of underdoggy, right? Seems to be the they, take. They were like at the bottom of the, what's the, it's not division, what's the conference? conference. They're at the bottom of the conference. And Deion Sanders comes in. And, like, people are just in the portal, like, let me play for Deion Sanders. Cool. It, I, it, I mean, rightfully so, right? Like, yeah. I didn't know how much of a freak athlete that guy was. I didn't was, realize he was either. A... Yeah. Like, two, like I, I, I didn't realize there was, like, a two-sport NFL MLB player, like, when we were kids, right? Like, is the age that he, yeah. like, the time he played? Well, I think he... Maybe before was, us? I think it was, like, the 90s. I think, it, I think it was, like, the same sort of era as, like, Michael Jordan. I see. Yeah, that's wild, um, bro. I think he played longer than Jordan, but regardless. Dude, yeah, Dion is was a freak athlete. He got, yeah. He played for the Yankees, not like Yankees AAA, the Yankees. He right, right, the right. Yankees. Yeah. Insane. And then he was like, all right, I'll just give it up. I'll play football. And then, I don't know, is he Hall of Fame? Is Dion Sanders in the Hall of Fame? Probably. got to be, right? I don't know. Is Deion Sanders in the Hall of Fame? Uh, no. What about that Google answer? There's a Google answer there. You know what I mean? Yeah, that one. Oh, is Deion Sanders a Hall of Famer? Pro Bo- Pro Football Hall of Fame inductee. Okay, yes. Yeah, nice. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, so he's a Hall of Fame football player. He played uh, He played in the MLB, and now he's just, like, taking a whack at coaching. <laughs> yeah, taking a whack at it. He he was on TV, right? Was I, yeah, I Deion saw some, like, thing the Sanders other day. A, what's the word I'm looking for? Sports. Commentator? Pundin? Oh, pundit. Nice. Yeah. yeah, he's he he was a sports analyst at one point on ESPN. Right. I mean, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just like, all right, I've done that. Yeah, I'm gonna go teach the kids. I'm gonna go teach the youth. Inspire no, the he's youth. Not, he's not just gonna go teach the youth. He's he built a dominant football team that's just running ragged. Yeah, no, that's just, sick. Mopping them up. This song too. This is this is a real standout on this one. And then it's cool. It's just got this like this guitar thing happening and there's just this pulse like it's just just chords just so fuzzed out and then yeah there's just kind of this like almost like helicopter kind of noise that ends up coming in as like the drum track eventually like I don't know if it's drums um yeah 
Yeah, I wonder really if tight. this is two separate guitars or if this is one guitar with like a nudge delay on it or something. I almost feel like this is the one that was um, like the, the amps facing each other kind of thing. Sure, I could imagine that. It's just such a nice texture though. And then yeah, yeah you hear real that. massage for the brain. Yeah, that's that. That's what I earlier I was saying. Uh, I was having a not stoked day at work today, and I was like, "This is going to be really nice to have on headphones uh, to just kind of uh, just kind of drone out, you know, kind of yeah, brain massage music." I agree. Um, back to sports. Yeah. How's fantasy? Andrew's playing fantasy football. We didn't record last week, so I'll run you through my week one. How's mm-hmm. that sound? Let's hear go that first. Team. We'll go to my team. So I won, right? Hell yeah. On demon time. In, in dominant fashion? No. Not Not in. Not in dominant fashion. Well, my hey, a win's actually, a win, and it's good to come out of the gates drunk underperformed yeah but lucky for me Joe Burrow scored three points mm-hmm. and it was kind of over for him after that happened yeah and your opponent had scored, Joe Burrow I only scored 94 points out of a projected like 127 mm-hmm. um I won though okay right and that's that's week one I don't Travis Kelsey is hurt week one I don't have Travis Kelsey Right, yeah. Who was like my my tight end that I was like, okay. And yeah, I'm seeing you have Josh Allen too. The the Bills did really poorly last week, right? Correct, yeah. So Josh Allen did bad. He scored like half of what he was slated to at like 9.4 points. And then I'm I'm looking at, so Javante Williams, this is going to be, this is where I'm going to start getting real pissed off here. Yeah, pissed off. Okay. Javante Williams and Rashad White. Yeah. Both underperform wildly. <laughs> In wild fashion, they underperform. Yeah. Um, Javante Williams, not so much, but Rashad White. And I go, you know what? They're shaking the rust off. Yeah. That's week one. We'll see how they do week two. We'll start making game time. We'll start making personnel decisions and game time yeah. decisions. You know what? Hey, my bad. I guess that was three. a coaching mistake. I didn't prepare you guys right. Let's do this again next week. You know, if it doesn't happen. I don't know. So then, so then, coming into week two, right? I'm looking. Travis Kelsey is off. Uh, he, he's no, he's no longer questionable. He's no longer out. He's back he's in, in, baby. Yeah. So then I, I he's doing a mustache I, thing. Yeah, I send my other tight end. Boop, we're gonna keep him just in case. Yeah. But I send him back to the bench. Pop Travis Kelsey in. I'm feeling good. <laughs> Kelsey's back. I'm feeling good. It's an early win. And so yeah. then I'm, so then I'm like, all right, we won't make too many. Uh, I'm now seeing DK Metcalf is is questionable right now, and that's, and I'm pissed off about that right now. Actually, yeah, now that I'm seeing that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so Javante Williams wildly underperformed this week at seven point eight. Out of a projected uh, fourteen, okay. Half. So that's two weeks back to back. Listen, Rashad White stepped up. He scored over what he was slated to score at mm-hmm. twenty-one points for a projected fifteen. Okay, performing, perform. He he. Listen, he shook the dust off. Yeah, he's back to it. And this is what hurts the most. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about putting Brian Robinson Jr. in, right? Because Javante last week did shitty. But you were like, I don't know, I'll give him another. And he doubles his projected points. Almost damn near triples. Yeah. So let me On the you, bench. Next week, On the bench. Next week, Ugh. I was, I've been, I've had, you know, I've had Brett in my ear. I've had Jason in my ear. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, we're talking, we're talking this through. Uh, I guess Broncos offense is just looking horrendous all around. Mm-hmm. So even if he was going to perform well as a quarterback, it's not going to be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's he's gonna head to the bench for a while, maybe until the Broncos <laughs> start figuring this shit out. Uh huh. He's taking a walk to the bench. Um, Brian Robinson going in. Um, yeah. and this kid, 
Jarek McKinnon. I this kid. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this right now. I'm gonna go definitely on the trade. Definitely a Chiefs guy. Let's. Okay, sir. If somebody if somebody wants him, they can take him. They're gonna have to give me somebody good. Yeah. Um, I think he's like RB two for that team. I don't think he's. I don't think he's like their their go to running back. Yeah, I don't know him yet. Um, I, had, like I worked 50. with a guy named Jarek. He's RB fifty one in the overall stats. So like, if somebody wants him, they can have him. Okay. Uh, I got to start making some room on my bench here. Right. Um. Let's see here. Yeah, and that's about it. I mean, I'm not you know I'm not enthused with DeAndre Hopkins his performance. But if we take a if we take a pot back to yeah to week one here, okay, DeAndre Hopkins, he he got his thirteen five. He came he out clean, yeah, yeah. So interesting. I'm not gonna harp. I'm not gonna harp on him. He maybe had a bad week. Yeah, we'll leave him in for a little bit. Josh Allen, on the other hand, mm. he played. Yeah. Okay. He played. Okay. He showed up too. Yeah. Or he, he at least well. met projected. Yeah. He met projected, which is which is good, and I'm fine with. And if he's going to do that all year, W. You know what I mean? Yeah. Interesting. I'd, would I like to see him crest that? Sure. <laughs> you know, um, if, if we can get picky. But as of right now, for anybody who's wondering, uh, Javante Williams is going because let me tell you, I lost this week by fucking nine points, dude. Well, so there's a game on right now, right? But you don't have anybody in that. Uh, yeah, I do. And you don't see it. I think, I think they're. Oh yeah, right here, Michael Thomas Oof. playing his heart out. Honestly, okay. he's twelve five projected eleven four, and then I think he's also got somebody playing right now. Um, uh, he's got Mahomes. So. No, I think he's finished. Right now, yeah. Yeah, it was yesterday. All of his scores are final. Well, he had one guy left to play, too, but I think... Oh, no, right here. Ah. Oh, and his guy is going negative, dude. Oh! All right, we got a chance. There's, a, I mean, there's a chance. I. It's Michael like 6%, right? You said, like, it tells you kind of factual percentage. Or, like, Vegas yeah. percentage, probably, right? Yeah, let's take let's take a look here. Let's take a look here. That's the weirdest uh, stuff, like, like betting stuff in live, Vegas, whatever. matchup. That yeah, I'm like, like I got a I got a five percent. Yeah, because yeah. Michael Thomas would need to score another ten points, or I would need his running back to go fucking to just go ne- go away, just like negative ten. Yeah, there's got to be a ten point swing somewhere, and it's just yeah. unlikely to happen. Yeah, between the two guys, but it's but like honestly, all things considered. I didn't do too bad. Um, I just Javante Williams selling me up, selling you the bro. river. Yeah, yeah. The text came into you at Sunday afternoon. Yeah, I was gonna my say team, that my whole team is selling me right now. <laughs> yeah, that was that was what I woke up to yesterday. Tony yelling outside my room, and you saying. My whole team sold me. I'm getting sold by my whole team. I'm getting sold by my whole team. That's good. Yeah, dude, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to get at the time to get at my the time guys. It was 78 to 137. Yeah, like I was just Damn. getting granted. I've caught back up like a little. You doubled like, your score, and he only got three more points since then. That's it, interesting. Like it. It would be such an underdog story for me to win right now. That yeah, that'd be fun. If I won right now, I'll, I'm telling you right now, straight up. Yeah. If Michael Thomas somehow tosses another ten points on top of his score, uh-huh. uh huh. Maybe he'll stay in for the rest of the year. Uh huh. Yeah, he'll earn his spot then. I'll tell you that much. So I, yeah, I pulled him out because I had. Uh, who did I have in there? I had somebody else in there, and he was questionable. Oh, Zay Jones I had in there, and he was questionable, and then he didn't play. 
But his project his projected was like yeah, like eleven, which is higher than Thomas's uh-huh. projected. Yeah, by like point five. Yeah. I see. So Well. I'll leave him in there for the rest of the season if he pulls another ten points out of his Well he would have really, yeah, he'll he'll earn his spot then. That's for certain. Imagine imagine I win by like a point. I think, you know. I I'm think talking maybe. shit in the group chat. I'm talking shit in the group yeah, chat. Yeah, you get to. Like, heavy. Like, no LOLs or anything either. Like, talking shit. Yeah, like, get smoked. Yeah. Hop that ass on Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get off the fantasy football. Hop that ass on Fortnite. Maybe it's a little bit more your speed. Yeah. <laughs> Bitch. Um... If I yeah, if I win, I'm hitting them with a. I know another league. If you want to hop in that, maybe you can get a couple <laughs> wins there. Because that would make me that would make me two and zero, oh and him zero oh and two. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, sorry, man. It's a little tough. It's a little competitive in this league, bro. Hey, maybe maybe Roblox is more your speed, huh? Yeah, disrespectful. Oh man, yeah, dude. <laughs> His his running back has negative three yards right now. You know, hell yeah, dog. It's your They're day. Loss of yards. <laughs> It'd be so funny if he just like this guy just kept getting blasted every time he tries to run the ball. Uh-huh. Negative yards after negative yards. Go fix the game, bro. Yards. Yeah. Does anybody have? Does anybody have? Uh, is it? What's this? How do you say his first name? Got to be Najee. Najee. And we got to get this guy Harris's phone number. <laughs> Can I text him real quick? Send him like distracting photos. 100,000 100, for you to just stay out of the game. Yeah. Yo, bro. Don't win. <laughs> Toss for my fantasy football if you could. Um, that's it, though. That's all I really got fantasy wise. Uh, I was real pissed off. Yeah, about my team. It's just it's tight. Shaking. These close, these close losses can be really, really frustrating. Yeah, because it's like I need a couple of points out of everybody else. You can just so easily picture what what you could do differently. Yeah, you're like, oh shoot, I accidentally left such and such on the bench, and that's the whole thing. Like, yeah, that's just imagine I had Brian Robinson in there, and instead of we swap out. I'm 20 points ahead right now. I'm fucking crushing. Yeah, yeah. That's tough, I'm man. I'm crushing if he's in. That's a tough loss. Yeah. That's a heartbreaking loss. It hurts. It could be. You know what? And to my, to the defense of my players, mm-hmm. as the head coach, uh, I really should be making these decisions week to week here. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And hey, nobody's guaranteed uh, nothing. Yeah. Nobody's guaranteed nothing. And let me tell you, Javante Williams is guaranteed some some wood, (laughs) if you will. Yeah. Yeah. He can he can say get get used to his new spot on the bench. Yeah. Hey, I heard there's a nice warm spot over on the end next to the Gatorade cooler for you. Yeah. Nice. Hey, get sit in the fan with the mist. Yeah. Hey, man. No need bring your uniform today. I start I start emailing the Broncos. <laughs> you might as well just let Javante go. Dude, yeah, maybe I start emailing teams next year. I thought about doing a thing where I at all of my players that played this week. Yeah. And I just give I try to give like an inspiring speech. That's fun. That'd be a good series, yeah. Through the through the tweets, like good tweet not series. Not like you know, like not naming any names. We win as a team, we lose as a team. Yeah. Kind of kind of situation. I like I I'm in for that. I, you know, I actually was I telling you that I've kind of that I've deleted Instagram and Twitter from my home screen. Uh, no, but I haven't. I haven't been on Twitter in forever. Yeah, it'd be a cool return. This song oh. is so '90s, bro. It really is. It's giving garbage. Yeah. Um. 
Yeah, I think it would be really funny to just be like, hey, we win as a team, we lose as a team. Um, I feel like it might have been some mismanagement on my part, personnel-wise. So uh, in the coming weeks, there could be some changes being made. Uh, if you're safe, you know who you are. If you're a little nervous, be nervous. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's, I, <sighs> something's got to change. Something's got to change. I like that, though. You know, if you're feeling nervous, maybe you ought to be. Right. If you're feeling a little nervous, if you feel like you're underperforming, maybe you ought to be. Yep. I don't know. Maybe put in some um, extra work. Stay a couple extra hours. I don't know. If Hey, if any of you guys want to go over film, I'm here uh, after <laughs> hours. You know I'm here. I know you guys are all out partying with Kelsey. Okay. <laughs> Fucking getting, SNL. Getting drinks, getting... Getting a little fucking loose. Right, did I, start, I start yelling. <laughs> you get loud after I'm, being I'm, all cool. I'm this, after being all cool, it got kind of quiet. This, I'm this scene. I'm this scene. <laughs> Let's uh, see this. Hold on. Uh, um. <clears throat> what? <clears throat> Here we go. Oh, Moneyball, because you watched Moneyball recently. <laughs> okay. This is this is me. This is me. This is me when uh, my team loses. And they're and they're chilling. And yeah, they're and they're yeah, just yeah. chilling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Brad. Yeah, I'm Pitt. a little pissed off. Yeah, I'm uh, stomping back. Ready? <sighs> yeah, and the reporters are trying to talk to me. I'm looking at hands on my hips. Uh-huh. I'm not excited. I don't know why they are. Yeah, I don't know why these guys are dancing on the coffee table. And oh, here my I go. Goodness. And okay. here I go. Okay. And then, and then yeah. I smash the radio with a baseball bat. And let me uh-huh. tell you. <laughs> let me see. Let me. I'm gonna skip to the end. Yeah. So I give the team my speech. I give my team the speech, and I go. And you know what? What is he Fuck this say? Gatorade on my way out. Yeah. We'll ready? See that? Yeah. I'm ready. Fuck this Gatorade card on my way out. <laughs> Sick. Yeah. That's me. That's me the second my team starts selling me up the road. Oh, my God. Yeah. The Gatorade goes flying. I like how, for the movie, just for the for the sake of the PAs, the Gatorade thing had no Gatorade. Pretty in. empty. Yeah, ice. mostly ice. Yeah. <laughs> mostly ice. So it's kind of easy water, to clean up. A little water, yeah. Brad Pitt helped clean up the ice after he threw it across the oh, fucking I'm room. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, he's, you know, he's a good guy. He's kind of... The, se- <laughs> the second the camera's cut, he went, guys, I'm sorry. Yeah. So, so sorry. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Did we get that? Brad. Hey, Dude, I, I bet he's sick to have on set, though. Seems like a nice guy, honestly. Seems like a low-key nice guy. <laughs> like, he seems like somebody... Like, I, I think, like... Low-key nice seem like he's, guy? Like, he might seem shitty in real life, but, like... Yeah. Like, nice. I bet he's actually just kind of tight. Yeah, he seems really chill. I can't fucking watch my fantasy team anymore, dude. Get this off my screen. Yeah. Yeah, nah, yeah this Javante is still... Williams is fine in the fucking match. I, that's all I got to say. 11 tracks here. This is the last one. Pretty cool. A what do you long think? long record for... Oh, no. It's only 48 minutes. It's droney, oh, though. There was a 56-second song in there. Touched. I liked it. Cool. Um... Because this is kind of your first real try, right? Yeah. I've I've always known that I like probably should listen to this. Like yeah. I think a lot of stuff that I like is kind of derivative of this. Right. So especially more lately, I think. I think because everybody kind of just reaches back toward this kind of thing lately. And for I guess yeah, like also the past ten years of like all of our, you know, run for cover things that we're referencing and stuff, like it's in the it's in the DNA. Here we go. <laughs> BFMV, bro. Is this a new release? No, Scream Aim Fire. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> I just blood and Valentine. Yeah, and oh, I was like oh, bullet oh. Valentine. I see. You know what I mean? There's also a film called. Uh, I hang on, hang on. Siri, oh my god! 
I can't stand that. It just comes up sometimes. I just said there was a film called, and it's like bringing up this little orb on my... Shut up. And you're pissed off about it. Shut up. Yeah, it's taking over all my audio. Boom. No. Get out. How is Tears Don't Fall not at the absolute very top of their most played songs? Yeah, that's their biggest song. No, there's also a movie called... um, Bullet, uh, uh, <laughs> My Bloody Valentine. It's like an 80s slasher uh, about like a, m- like a mining community and like the miners are like kill people. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean like you know what I mean? <laughs> you remember I pop this on and just get sad about it? Yeah. That's a funny song to be sad to, yeah. But like it makes sense, but like it's just a little kind of heavy-handed, you know. It's such a trudge just to make the song start, too, bro. It's so long. Yeah, "Bullet for My Valentine" surely doesn't hold up. No. <laughs> such a stupid video, too. It's all like domestic abuse kind of shit. I, that was so yeah. big for a while. Every video is just a chick getting yelled at by her boyfriend. And it's like... Dude, hit, it, hit like, the floor. You just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This one was big, actually. Hit the floor. <laughs> the fucking... <laughs> the floor to the floor. Yeah. Sick. Ew, I feel like this video had just like... I don't think I the people in the video are like cool looking to me. You know what I mean? Kind of like grimy, like early 2000s metal kids. So, Bullet for My Valentine was one of those bands that, like, somehow snuck its way into me liking it, even though, like, right. I kind of was, like, bullshit on the rest of the bands that, like, surrounded Bullet for My Valentine. Yeah. Like, Avenged Sevenfold and, like, Ew, yeah. all of the other, like, sort of, like, 80s ripoff bands mm-hmm. that were just, like, running, like, Judas Priest riffs, like, a little slower in Drop C. Yeah, that's funny. I guess I agree. I think that kind of scene for us was, like, Bullet for My Valentine, Kill Switch. Were you an All yeah. the Remains guy? I, for, like, a little bit. Yeah. You know, there's only but, a couple songs, really, for these bands. But then, really. like, Killswitch Engage was just, like, just so much better. Yeah. It was it was just Leagues. as corny. Just as corny, but, like... Cooler, yeah. My Curse is just a better song. Yeah, it's prettier. The prettier parts are... The pretty parts are prettier, and the, the heavy parts are cooler. The heavy parts are heavier. Yeah. Right. I so, agree. Yeah. Howard is cooler than the bullet from my Valentine guy. Are you picking for next week? Uh, I feel like we did a mutual mutual pick on my bloody Valentine, and then yeah. the week before that was what? Starflyer. Right, and then that was a you pick. Yeah. Yeah, man. I actually don't know. I got one. If you don't have one, you let me know. Let me hear your uh, there's your a new, suggestion. There's and, a new deeper album. I, mm. Well, you I know, thank you, thank you for your honesty. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm just like, I don't know. Yeah, that's what I haven't been doing. I haven't been doing a lot of metalcore stuff lately. Like we took a kind of like a little break from it. Yeah. And I, I, feel I like think we we're we, we're like both waiting for the new citizen. I think maybe a little bit. Yeah, um, I'm not. Right? Yeah, I'm good. Uh, and then, dear GD, oh, dear G dash D. Oh, dude. <laughs> oh, yesterday I put on my counterparts hoodie for the first time this year. Yeah. I have a gold one that says nothing left to love and says counterparts across the back. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Unreal. Such a good hoodie. That's sick, dude. That's um, sick. Yeah, counterparts is so good. I'm trying to think of like an area that I haven't really like, yeah. like explored on this podcast. Right. Metal wise. We've done like a lot of deathcore. We've done we've done kills. That's been a thing lately. We, I don't know if we have, right? I don't know. 
had to have. I feel like we've done it. Daylight dies, right? No way, wow. right? According, according to our archives, according to our archives, we have not done kill switching yet. How many episodes do we have right now? Are we coming up on two hundred? Uh, one eighty-eight. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling through kind of uh, what's the word that I'm looking for here? Manually to just really make sure because I feel like that's insane, right? Yeah. All right. Um, I wonder. I, when's the last time you like listened to a whole episode of ours? Fucking never. <laughs> yeah, I guess that was my job Three at first. Three years ago. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. I just like. I can I'm, honestly say that I've never listened to one of our episodes all the way through. Yeah. All right, we're gonna do. We're just gonna talk about Kill Switch Engage generally. Let's do it. Yeah, just you'll just feed me kind of links the whole time. I think because maybe. well. And we're we're doing the two Howard records that anybody yeah. cares about. Yeah, uh, we're gonna do End of Heartache 2004 uh-huh. and As Daylight Dies 2006. Because as As Daylight Dies has As Daylight Dies, obviously this is absolutely obviously right. But then My Curse is on this record. Right, that's the hit. Big, big song. Yeah, but End of Heartache has End of Heartache, and I mean we can't do a kill switch engage record without doing this song you know what i mean yeah fucking oh yeah i think we might have talked about kill switch briefly when we talked about under oath yeah because the guitar player for this (laughs) band produced the under oath record i think that makes sense yeah adam d and to play us out kill switch engage just in the bam yeah this one is sick bro it's a yeah so this holds up bullet for my valentine doesn't right (laughs) sick the the riffing is riffier yeah the heavy is heavier the pretty is prettier everything's Amplified. Fucking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny to just listen to him sing. Like, yeah, man. It's just pipes, dog. Guys got pipes. Yeah. All right. Guy is singing. Ooh. Guy is singing. Uh, I've heard some of his stuff recently, though, with uh, whatever it is, like Light the Torch or whatever the fuck he's up to these days. Mm. No need. Not very good. Not I'm out. Good. Next week, Kill Switch Engage. Sort of all of it. Um, yeah. Also, I don't. I haven't. I don't know if I've even told you this yet. Oh my god. But I've said it in a post edit on the podcast if you were looking forward to the Phoebe episode stop looking forward to it oh I yeah lost all of the audio you told me that yeah that sucks whoops it was a really involved production and it, yeah it just kind of got um upside yeah big upside here yeah just because we did that episode doesn't mean that Phoebe learned all of the popular songs that have ever existed. <laughs> so we can actually run it back There's with more, yeah. virtually the same playlist. Yeah, and I wonder. Be fine. Yeah. We could just do it a second time and she'll have just as hard of a time. Yeah. And that's not me I don't know. That's I just, don't know. Yeah. It's uh, plain and simple. Anyways, it'll happen when I'll be back next week. Trickle to the game. It'll happen when I'm going to be back next week. This is the end of the podcast.